0: Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I want to take us through one sentence in Mark chapter one. Um, it's found in verse twelve, and it spoke to me as I was, uh, as I was spending time with the with the Lord in His in His Word, uh, in our Bible reading plan. It simply says this: Immediately, the Spirit drove Him, who is Jesus, into the wilderness. Now, this happened right after Jesus's baptism, um, and it says right after that. So, immediately, the Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. When I looked at that word drove in the Greek, uh, there's a couple definitions to it. It means to throw out or to expel, to drive out, to send out. But it also means to send forth for a purpose. And that's the part that stood out to me the most. So this wasn't a, uh, Jesus just kind of came up with an idea of going into the wilderness. The Spirit is the one who led him, but not just led him, but drove him into the wilderness. Why? Because there was a greater purpose. And when he got in the wilderness, he was tempted by the devil for 40 days um, and he stood against the temptations that, were, that the enemy was throwing at him. And yet, as I thought through it, I thought, okay, so what is the point in this, God? Like, what's the application? See, I, I don't believe that we're ever supposed to put ourselves in the place of Jesus. Like, we're never supposed to take the hero's role in the scriptures. A lot of times, I and mean, we can learn things from Jesus, and he has principles to teach us, but we don't become people who then say, okay, that's what Jesus did, therefore if I were Jesus, what I would do or what I should do, we should never jump to that conclusion because we're not him. And we're not the point of the story. And so, But what do we learn with regards to what Jesus went through? Here's what I think the application is. So you look at Mark chapter 1, verse 12. Immediately the Spirit drove him into, into the wilderness. He's tempted by the devil for, for 40 days. Uh, he uses the scriptures in, in uh, his battle against the temptations that the enemy was throwing at him. And then, uh, and then he was ministered to by angels. Um, he was he was around the wild beasts, but mini- uh, angels ministered to him. And then he starts his ministry. And I think the part that stood out to me this time, and I'm, I'm trusting that it was the Holy Spirit, is a great reminder, uh, is the fact that because of this, because Jesus was driven into the wilderness by the Spirit, and if that word means. It means to drive out or to send out, to send forth, but to send forth with a purpose. Well, what's the purpose? And I think the purpose is this: when we go to Hebrews chapter four, and we and we pick up here in verse uh, verse fourteen, says this. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but one who has been tempted in every way as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. Why do I think that Jesus was driven to the wilderness? Yes, to be tempted, absolutely. But I think behind that, or an ultimate purpose of that, I'm not saying this is the only purpose. I can ask him when I see him one day face to face. But I think one aspect of the purpose of God in driving Jesus into the wilderness is the fulfillment of Hebrews chapter 4, 14 to 16, because Jesus went through the wilderness. Those times of the wilderness that we experienced. Jesus went through them. He put himself in that place. He also put himself in the place of temptation. Now, personally, I do not believe that he could have... I don't believe that Jesus, even as a man, could have sinned. Uh, he did not have a sin nature passed down from, uh, from Adam, uh, he had, there was a virgin birth, and sin is passed down through Adam to every person who's ever walked the planet. And I don't, so therefore, I don't believe that Jesus had a sin nature. However, um, he can still be he can still be tested and tempted, and sympathize with us because of how difficult it is, knowing that we suffer with it, knowing what it feels like to be tempted, and the pain that comes with it. Wandering in the wilderness for forty for forty days and forty nights, the enemy's onslaught against him. And, and experiencing weakness while there, but also I believe that because he was fasting, um, he was also experiencing the strength that comes through fasting. But I don't believe that Jesus could have sinned, but he can still relate with us. He understands weakness and pain and hardship. He understands the wilderness moments. So because of that, he came and fulfilled what the writer of Hebrews talks about, that we have a high priest who sympathizes with us in our weaknesses, uh, but one who was tempted in every way, yet uh, as we are, yet without sin. In other words, he didn't sin. Now think about it: if he had any type of sin nature, guys, any desire for sin, like anything that pushes him to to sin, guys, our our flesh, our sinful flesh, our sinful desires, is what leads to us sinning. Well, I just don't believe that Jesus had that. And I know that, and there's always a debate about mostly everything. But I, and I want to approach these things. I want to approach discussions um, respectfully, but I don't believe that he had a sin nature. Um, that because he didn't need to, he didn't need to be redeemed from it. We do. We're 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 dead in our sin. But Jesus wasn't. But I believe that what he was able to do is be able to sympathize with us in our weaknesses. And because of that, that's why verse sixteen of Hebrews four says, "Therefore." Therefore, because he sympathizes with us, let us approach the throne of grace with boldness. That we can go before Jesus whenever we want with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. And I hadn't even thought about this until just now as I read through that again. What the the angels did for Jesus in ministering to his spirit is what Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, himself does for us in providing mercy and giving grace and help in our time of need. He ministers to us through his Holy Spirit, just the way that the angels ministered to him while he was in the wilderness. What a great God we serve. Jesus is awesome. And I I really pray that you're seeing that more and more, the more you're spending time with him in the Word. Friends, I love you more than you know. I hope this was helpful, and we'll see you later.